A friend of mine mentioned that a temp position has opened up, and I thought of you right away. It's for an administrative assistant, but... He held up a hand to silence her protest. It's in politics, not business. If you want to learn something of the cutthroat negotiations of the business world, learn it from politicians. No one knows doublespeak, carefully worded promises, and false diplomacy like a politician. And after that, she said, wary. He shrugged. After that, we'll talk. We'll see what sort of experience you're interested in gaining, and we'll find you a job that'll provide that. So, this temp position is approving of sorts? Not at all, Gia. You've already proven yourself to me. I saw this as an opportunity for you to further your horizons. I only want what's best for you. But there is one thing. What one thing? You start today, after lunch. I'll manage on my own this morning. You get your desk packed up and your stuff taken home, have a nice lunch, and then you go meet your new boss. I left the information with Sandra at the front. Thank you. Relief and excitement washed over her. Thank you. I thought you'd be angry. Why should I be angry that my little girl wants to be the best businesswoman in the world? I'm concerned that you're already planning for my retirement, though. She laughed. Not for many years, I promise. Go on, then. She grabbed an empty filing box and began filling it with personal items from her desk. Carol looked up from her computer. Fired? She asked. Or quit? Extended leave of absence for professional development purposes, Gia said with a huge smile on her face. Carol cocked an eyebrow. He said yes. He even got me a job. He agreed I needed more experience, different experience. I start a new job today. Yay, Carol came around and hugged Gia. Today? When? After lunch. Good, then we're going for an early lunch to celebrate. What do you say to that? I say I'm definitely in. Let me get this stuff loaded, and I do have about an hour worth of work to do before I go, no matter what the big boss man says, and then we'll go, okay? Deal. Gia took the box, mainly dishes, a few photos, and a pair of running shoes and a change of gym clothes, down to her car. On her way back up, she stopped at Sandra's desk. Mr. Carosa said you had a paper for me? She never called him dad at work, not unless she and Carol were just chatting about casual stuff. He was Mr. Carosa, sometimes John Carlo to the other executives, but never my dad. Here you go, Sandra said. I'll be sorry to see you go. I'll be back, Gia said. This is just temporary, a chance to stretch my wings a little, make a few connections of my own. Well, good luck out there. Thanks. She grabbed the elevator, and on the way up, she unfolded the paper. The address, 1300 Perdido Street, was written at the top, and she frowned at it. Perdido was a long street, but the 1300 block was right in the heart of the city. She looked at the name written beneath it and began to shake. Her hand balled into a fist, crumpling the paper. 
she marched off the elevator across the executive floor, past Carol, straight into her father's office without knocking. He looked up from his computer, startled for a moment, and then amused. What is this? she said, waving the paper. He raised both eyebrows. I can't see to the paper nor to your hand. Would you care to tell me what it is? My working orders, she snapped. Would you care to tell me what this is about? I told you, politics is a great training ground for business. You want me to work as an administrative assistant to that, that, that thing? Her breasts were coming in great heaving gasps, driven by the outrage and fear. I can't, she said, her voice losing all its conviction. Dad, I can't, not after what happened at the airport.